Ogumba Wale for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hey, women's basketball fans. This is your Tuesday, Thursday host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, back for another episode of Locked On Women's Basketball. I hope you had a lovely weekend. I had a great weekend. As you know, I was in Memphis. For those who listen to the show regularly, I was in Memphis. I submitted my draft for that big project. I think it's coming out soon. I'm excited for you to see it. Of course, it's about women's basketball. Um, So I can't say more now, but once it's up, uh, I'm happy to talk a little bit more about the BTS, which someone texted me and I did not realize meant behind the scenes. That's why they call me auntie. Okay. (laughs) But all jokes aside, I hope you are well. I am, now that I'm back in New York, New York, um, thankfully in, in some ways is, is really trying to keep coronavirus under lock. So they offer opportunities for people who maybe can't safely quarantine after traveling to states with high COVID, uh, numbers to quarantine in a hotel. So I'm sitting here in a hotel uh, somewhere in Queens and I'm away from home, which, you know, not ideal. Uh, So it's kind of an extended trip. But what's great is that I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm able to, to, to just lock in and lock on my work. So I'm really excited for that. Um, And today's show is really excited. It is going to be really exciting. Excuse me. So if you listened last Tuesday, you know that we switched up Wubble Tea. Uh, you know, there's no Wubble, so it's hard to pour the tea when there's no Wubble. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have a fantastic show. I'm really excited. It's going to be fantastic, terrific, and great. Uh, and so last week I gave you essential resources for all women's basketball fans, and we're still going to do that. Today I'm giving you an essential resource, but it's not data-driven. Last week I talked about Windsider, and I talked about the Next and the Salary Cap Tracker. I will leave the link to that show um, in the description for this show, but this week we're talking about swag the drip. We're talking amazing women's basketball merchandise. And I am so happy to be joined by Kevin Gray and Jasmine Baker, who have collaborated on the Origin Collection. Now, if you are not familiar, there have been shorts, pictures of throwback shorts from New Jersey sets in partnership with We Got Game 2 that have been swirling women's basketball Twitter. They have set Twitter a flutter. And you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And so we have Kevin and we have Jasmine on the show to talk about it. As you know, the Locked On Podcast Network is reliable. We reliably bring you podcasts from your favorite sports and your favorite teams every day of the week. And just like our reliability, rockauto.com has reliably low prices for your everyday do-it-yourselfer. If you want 
to go to a family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, you're going to go to rockauto.com. You can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands and specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, rockauto.com is, here we go, always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why should you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? We're not doing that. We're not doing that, folks. This is what we are going to do. You're going to go to rockauto.com right now and you can see all the parts available for your car, your truck, whatever vehicle you have. You're going to type in locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we, auntie and the crew sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I said there's no wobble tea, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the business. Auntie going to give you the business because ever since getting back from Tennessee, I have been dealing with a lot of conversation about random people or I should say by random people, just loving to hate on the WNBA in particular. And I'm not really sure. I know that Sue Bird did a, uh, an interview with CNN. I have not seen it personally yet, but I also cover women's soccer. And so I know that her, uh, one specific comment made some waves. And I want to talk about that. I'll talk about that next week because I want to see the CNN piece and, you know, be educated and stuff. But I have talked about And I have talked to Sue Bird about that specific comment about cute little white girls being on the soccer national team and how basketball players don't necessarily fit that stereotype. I've talked to Sue Bird about that. So if you don't follow my um, social justice in women's sports series, I will also leave that link in the description because I do social justice in women's basketball. And I talk about why... There was this massive group of entertainers who were able to come together and buy a women's soccer club. And why we don't see that, perhaps, I give you my theory, on why maybe we don't see more of that in women's basketball. And it all comes down to that people don't know how to market women's basketball. So bring you current to the Twitter storm that came into my timeline. I retweeted something that Erica Wheeler had put out and it was a graphic a side-by-side of Sue Bird LeBron James both in the league for the same amount of time both have the same amount of championships but the bonuses for winning a championship in 2020 are the extreme the gap is extreme and I I saw that and, you know, I had some thoughts. And um, actually, I don't even think I, I offered any thoughts. I just tweeted it. And the comments, oh, are you expecting the women to make more? Women's basketball is boring, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We all know it. We all get it. But here's the thing. My arguments that I've made on Twitter at elinz08, if you want to check that out, have been solely on the basis of marketing, which is what um, I just talked about. 
uh, again, social justice, women's, women's basketball, is marketing. I would also argue, my theory is, that the WNBA has suffered from a lack of the NBA, and uh, not always effort, although I think there are periods of time. There's like a dark period of time in the WNBA. I feel like I've talked about this before. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. Let me get back. Um, I don't think it's always been neglect, but the WNBA has suffered from a lack of marketing experts and staff knowing how to market women's basketball. That has been my main argument in my Twitter. Like for three days, folks have been coming at me. Um, And my argument has stayed the same. I'm not getting into salary conversations. I'm not getting into uh, what's fair or what's right. I'm just making an argument that for a league that saw a 68% increase in viewership in a pandemic while also going up against the NBA, that maybe there's something that we can glean from that. I would argue that what we can glean is when you put women's basketball on national television, people will watch. And I got all kinds of remarks about that. Some like backwards way of talking about streaming and how, oh, well, that's why the NBA suffered because I'm just, I don't know, these, these arguments are just kind of, they seem to be plucked from thin air. Anyway, my main argument is always about marketing. And I think that when you have primarily white men in marketing spaces, even in women's sports, there is a particular way that the WNBA is marketed. And I think the WNBA has suffered because marketing executives have not looked at how to market women's basketball to women's basketball fans. They have looked at how to market women in basketball to male basketball fans. And I'm not saying that women's basketball doesn't need male fans. They already have male fans. But there's something about women's basketball culture and there's something about WNBA culture that you have to tap into. That's my argument. And that's why I'm very excited to have Kevin and Jasmine on the show because they are showing us a blueprint. They're showing us a template, a way forward. And so again, if you have not seen the new jersey sets, it's four pair of shorts. There's a there's a hoodie. There's a, a t-shirt that I'm definitely copying. And if those of y'all don't know, Auntie loves stickers. I love stickers. So... I'm probably going to cop those too, but Auntie also loves a strong crossover. And I don't know that I've seen a a stronger crossover when it comes to apparel and merch than this strong crossover between New Jersey sets and Kevin Gray and his wife. And we got game two, which is my homie, Jasmine Baker. So coming up on the show, we're going to hear from Kev We're going to hear from Jazz, and they're going to tell you all about how these absolute fire shirts, or shorts, excuse me, came together. Hey, listeners, on this podcast, as you know, we are talking to Jasmine Baker and Kevin Gray. We are talking to them about being entrepreneurs, about setting a new market for merchandise. And of course, we're always talking about women's basketball players, and being pioneers and being able to push themselves and their sport 
to limits that existed prior to. Well, if you want to be the best at whatever you do, you need Built Go. This is your solution for breaking through your wall, whether it's a mental wall, whether it's a physical wall, whether you also are trying to stretch the boundaries of your niche space, Built Go is for you. This is an easy to take 1.5 ounce package that you can pop in your day bag. You can put it in your briefcase. You can put it in your golf bag. You can take it wherever you need to go. Built Go is the best workout gel to get through the day. Five hours of energy without that same crash feeling. Plus it's natural. So it's better for your body. This comes in three absolutely delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein and collagen protein is fast absorbing. So it gets into your system quickly. Plus it's easy on the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. So this stuff literally makes you look better. If you visit builtgo.com and use promo code LOCKED, you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. So I'm excited to talk with y'all because, you know, y'all are sending women's basketball a flutter with the Origin Collection. You know, I, I'm ready to cop some shorts. You know, I don't even get down with shorts like that, but but I'm going I'm to rock these. So, um, but I like to every once in a while, especially because I know both of y'all are really into to basketball from from a little bit of work that I've done looking up you, Kev, and your wife. But uh, we're going to do this brown sugar style. So when did you first fall in love with basketball? Man, since I could uh, begin really like just playing uh, playing hoops as a kid and just, you know, watching my older brother play high school ball. Uh, he played in a really good school out here in Southern California. He was playing against guys like Keith Van Horn and um, Jock Vaughn and different pro guys. So watching him play like an elite level as a kid kind of sparked that. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of kept playing through, through uh, high school um, and then actually kind of like uh, – you know, the love for that kind of kept going, and, you know, I'm playing out here, and I, I tried to go to the Philippines, actually, to, to kind of pursue that Filipino-American uh, hoop dream of, like, going back home, because we're, you know, too short to play out here, right, is what they all say, so, you know, we got to go back home to the Philippines to try to play, so that led to, you know, a lot of different things, and um, before that, I had actually met uh, uh, Jackie, who is my wife now, we kind of met through basketball, and uh, just playing in rec leagues. She picked me up on her basketball team, actually. So that's kind of the uh, – that's that origin story. And then, uh, you know, she was playing college ball. And, um, yeah, kind of just became friends and didn't really connect until the Philippines later on uh, when I was living there. And then we kind of went back to the Philippines to do, like, a basketball mission. And we had a um, – kind of brought uh, um, Craig Hodges who used to play for the Chicago Bulls. We brought him back to like our provinces back in the Philippines. And we did like these really cool three-point shooting, coaching camps, shooting camps back in our homeland. And it was one of those things that kind of trickled on, and, you know, has, has kind of gotten to where we are now with a love of the game. 
it's kind of just kept going and we've taken that into you know apparel and clothes and um so that's like a really quick quick jump around but that's pretty much the uh kind of the how it all started and, and where it's at now i guess i love that see listeners not all women associated with basketball are all bad of course you know that's that's it that's just a a, a little bit of a of us check to my haters that I talked about in the, in the earlier segment. So Kevin is uh, a living proof that we're all not, we're not all that bad. I love that. And we're definitely going to get into the apparel side. Obviously that's what we're here to talk about, but Baker, we're going to go to you. Same question. Man, you know, it's so interesting. I was sitting there contemplating your question. I'm like, man, that's like asking me when I fall in love with my parents. Like, it's always been there. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I mean, you know, family, like as early as I could pick up a basketball, I was playing, you know, my brother, he ended up playing, uh, you know, we, we ended up growing up playing together because we're about four years apart. So we just grew up playing a lot together and, um, it was really interesting because, you know, he ended up going further when, you know, in terms of playing career, but I'd like to think, you know, I was in the gym with him, you know, I was in the gym with him. So uh, he ended up playing professionally and then he came back home, but um, he ended up playing at HBCU. But um, for our family, it's always been basketball and we've always been student athletes. So, I mean, and then, you know, as a, as a young black kid growing up in Austin, Texas, there's not a professional. We're like the only city that does not have a professional basketball team or professional team of any sort um, in the state of Texas. It's mind boggling. They think it's UT, but it's not. Um, and so for me, it like the the beauty of growing up and d- during a time when I was developing as a ball player and then seeing the Houston Comets developing as a franchise and a dynasty um was everything i mean you know i even you we've done interviews before you where i just talked about that and just the sneakers and just having swoops here and just what that meant to us especially girls playing here in texas um and at some point somebody really has to dive into that houston that that the current group right now i call it the houston error because what came after the Comets era was a Houston era. It was a bunch of girls who grew up watching them play who are now in the WNBA. A lot of them are retiring and stuff like that. But, you know, you could say that for the state of Texas, honestly. But, you know, that, that was when, uh, as early as I can remember, though. I love it. I love it. All basketball heads here. Similar story to to Baker. I mean, I just grew up and, you know, we're going to kind of meld all of our worlds together because, Kev, you talked about apparel. Jazz, you talked about swoops and the comets. And my origin story is, I mean, I kind of grew up playing all kinds of sports, but basketball really stuck for me when the WNBA came on the scene. And I'm from New York, but let me tell you, swoops, that was my that was my player all right so i would root for the liberty except for when they were playing Cheryl swoops so and now here we go to as i mentioned the origin collection new jersey sets y'all are taking people back with this so kev let's start with you like um how do you recall the origin story of the origin collection oh man um 
kind of have to go to Jasmine on this. I mean, really, I mean, from our perspective, like we've kind of, we've done a lot of these like city tributes and we've done a lot of these different um, player profiles and different things that we've just kind of like, we love that. Like I'm an old, like I look young, but I'm, a, I'm an old school guy. Like, you know, I had to school guys on Craig, who Craig Hodges was or who Mahmoud Abdul Rauf was or, just different, different things. And I was always that sports nerd. Like I collected cards and I would, you know, um, just remember all these different players and stuff. So that was something that we've always wanted. We always wanted to do with New Jersey sets is like, we had our time to educate kids. Cause I'm also a basketball coach on the side. I have a daughter and I got nephews and stuff. So like, I always wanted that part of it with the brand itself. And then, um, you know, I, I think, I think it was just through a, through a DM, like Jasmine reached out, we got in contact, had a phone conversation, just said it's kind of her vision and then how it could align with ours and kind of just made perfect sense, right? And so, and that's one thing, like I remember Cheryl Swoops, like you cannot not remember Cheryl Swoops, but like I wasn't, come on, I wasn't really a WNBA fan, I'll be honest with you, but what this process was has done was like um, really get me to learn and educate myself and that's why I'm like, man, like, this is so dope to, to dip back and to kind of, um, you know, take that history and kind of re, 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 uh, remix it and um, re-educate and kind of give people that, um, yeah, just give them that little history lesson. I think that's the coolest part about it because there's people who know and then there's people who, like, are just finding out now, right, that, like, they even existed or, um, you know, Cheryl Soups had a shoe or just little things like that. But um, yeah, and then, you know, we, in terms of the collection itself, I mean, there's a lot of it, it was, you know, just collaborating with Jasmine's vision on who, you know, who we want to highlight. And then, you know, that, that comes to our team kind of executing that vision and creating something that is fly. Like, I mean, really like just kind of taking that and making something that people would, would have that feeling. Because really you're trying to, trying to capture a feeling and everybody who's seen it, it, it sparks something in them. Like it, it, it brought back some kind of like feeling. And I feel like that's been the coolest part about um, the feedback that I'm getting is, uh, you know, uh, people kind of getting that nostalgia. I love that. And you talk about, I mean, just being a culturalist, you know, um, being able to harness what basketball meant to you through the culture side and then bringing that to fashion and Baker, a lot of listeners to this podcast will know that that's what you've been doing for a minute now on the women's side. And so same question that I just asked Kevin, but from your perspective, um, again, knowing that you've written about this, you've done, you know, video podcasting and stuff about a lot of these topics, um, and I know, and I know a lot of other people know you as the plug. Okay. So, <laughs> so let folks know, um, you know, what was it about this timing that made this collab, um, something that you wanted to explore, but then also why, why New Jersey sets? Um, I could not tell you how I remember coming across New Jersey stats. Um, I, I pre, I, I'm pretty sure I came across it through one of those like Instagram Explorer pages, and you know that's how I ended up seeing that stuff. And I just was really, um, I could appreciate what they were doing, and you could tell that you know they were about it. And like, because for me, when anytime you see somebody fuse their own culture and heritage with what it is that they're doing, you know that they're doing different. 
And so you can't, you know, they're t- that's, that takes thought, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and um, I saw that he was um, very inclusive um, in, terms of, in terms of his work. So I remember reaching out and, you know, asking uh, if he could do um, uh, a custom set that's, you know, WNBA related. Um, and at the time I was coming to him as a consumer. And so one thing led to another, and that was like, it to me, I pay attention to signs. I pay attention to, um, you know, if somebody is not only another creative, but they appreciate what it is that you're bringing to the table. Because let me tell you something, you and I could talk about this for days in terms of constantly being disrespected in this industry and people not listening to us. And when I tell you that this man sat back and actually listened and continues to listen, and understand this is your lane, Jasmine. What what should I be doing? And I tell them this all the time. I've been just so grateful and appreciative. I told them I will forever be working with you because of that. Because I'm I, you know, I, one thing I can't stand is coming to the table and someone just can't listen. And I think he one of the reasons why this has been so successful is because of that. And um uh I think it's interesting that no matter how many people are in this industry, um, of basketball. They can't seem to get it right when it comes to the WNBA. They just cannot seem to get it right. And I think the fact that um, he has an appreciation for women's hoops, um, he has appreciation for, um, I think in general, his um, he has, uh, like you said, a wife and a daughter. And some people say that sometimes, E, and they, you know, and it's just always kind of like, but I can't tell because you know what I'm saying? But with Kevin, I've always been able to, um, uh, you know, his, his wife has been amazing in the process and not enough can be said about Jackie um, and, the, and the input that she had, a backbone, um, often in the background, but very much present there. Um, so when nothing, I, I just have to give a shout out to her and respect I have for her. Um, but when we came together for this project, um, I have guys who hit me up about you know, projects all the time. And I think it's frustrating when, you know, you just don't get the feeling that they really truly get it or understand. They think they're going to market this the same as they do the men's stuff. And, you know, we already know WNBA is a very organic league. It is not a niche league, but it's a a league of diehard fans that you can't just throw it out there and think that they're just going to be grabbing at it. That's not how it works. So, that was one of the things I explained to, to him in, the, in terms of the process. He listened and the, the response has been overwhelming and I'm not surprised by any of it. I mean, honestly, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, <laughs> like a lot of, a lot more women should be in situations like this. I told y'all so, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just it. I told y'all so. And he listened. Um, so I, you know, it's kind of frustrating to see it, but at the same time, I'm very grateful. Um, I'm extremely happy to see um, those who who continue to support me and what it is that I do, but also understand too, there's a new um, new set of fans for the New, Jer- new Jersey sets um, who are going to be able to appreciate what they bring this to the table going forward. Who they may not have known before. Uh, we have that now, so I, I'm just girl. I, I'm just you know I'm surprised, but I'm not you know. But uh, going back to what Jasmine said, I just had to throw that, like, like, I've learned to be patient. I've learned to listen. I mean, yes, uh, you know, 
women are in my life. They run my life, my wife, you know, my daughter. So I have learned to be very, uh, uh, you know, a good listener and make sure I pay attention to that. But not only that is, is the stuff that Jasmine and stuff that you're saying um, and the stuff that you believe in, it, it comes out, right? The things that you write, things that you say. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, this is, this is it. Like, this is, this is it. And it's funny where, you know, you say something like, um, you say something like, uh, you're not really surprised. It's really just about, but people at the same time, the best response I got was, damn, nobody doing WNBA stuff like this. Or how come nobody ever thought of this? And it's like, you know, we were just the ones that they were waiting for really is, is what I like to think about it is, uh, you know, um, just doing it in the right way, classy, tasteful, uh, creative. And um, yeah, I think, I think uh, the love has been, been, been crazy. And I think, you know, I appreciate that, you know, giving us, giving us and our, ourselves a new, a new fan base, really, because a lot of people are getting more introduced to us um, through these channels that you, you know, you've opened up for us. But at the same time, that's something that, you know, New Jersey is always going to be a platform for other people, whether it's women, whether it's, you know, whoever, different artists, collaborators, we'd like to use that. And we always open our doors to, to work with a lot of different artists and different creatives to, to just make things and just make things, um, you know, that people have never been able to create before. So. Yeah, I just think yeah. it's been it's been a really cool meshing of, of all of this and a really um yeah, like a perfect storm almost, man. It's just been um it's really just the beginning though. You know. It so. really is. It really is. And like, you know, I'm pretty sure you talked about this already on uh, on your podcast, E, but um, you know, kind of like what we saw news this week where they were talking about, you know, if you, what was it, the numbers? I saw the numbers were huge for the WNBA this year between the merch and the ratings. And it's like, we continuously say this. And some of us, so many of us are constantly saying, duh. But no one wants to put the money up. No one wants to invest. And, and it's weird to me. And it's, it's so weird to me that no one wants to take the chance on the W financially especially on the merch end and the reason why i say because and let, let me make this point too because this goes goes very much to our collection WNBA fans hear me well when i say this stop asking for the basic stuff start being more specific because what we did was what i'm trying to explain let me tell you i'm really trying to break this down you have to be more specific in what you're asking for because what we did was all very intentional um we went for the streetwear we did not go with basic gym shorts we did not go with um i think with this uh constant some of these some of these corny shirts i'll be honest some of these shorts are kind of corny that we're seeing some of them <laughs> like me and Kevin have had conversations. You ain't though. You ain't Mido. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, <laughs> I keep seeing some of the same stuff, and I'm like, some of these are gym issued stuff, and I'm just kind of like, listen, fine. I'm, and I told Kevin, I said, I'm tired of waiting on other people. I'm tired of waiting on other people. We're the ones they were waiting on. So that's where I'm at when it comes to, because I said streetwear is where the WNBA has a really nice stronghold if they actually took advantage of it. And some of these players, I, watch, the next few years, you're going to see more players with their own streetwear line. Shout out to Arike Agumawale. I, I, peep, I peeped her line. Um, shout out to Faith. Um, oh, my God. I always forget Faith's last name. But Faith Draws, y'all can find her on IG. 
Um, she put out the, the, she's been putting out the Sky, Skyline, you know, collection. And she's one of those I've been talking to and trying to get her to be like, you know, in some of these young designers, I've been talking to them, letting them know, you need to put, your, put out your own stuff. Put out your own stuff. Until you receive a letter, put out your own stuff. And but people have been going nuts for it. That tie-dye shirt that Kendall put out went sold out in 48 hours. I'm just like, I don't know. I keep saying it, but you know, listen, girl, you know, they don't want to hurt. Listen, they don't want to hire my big black ass. They just don't. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. I don't know how many times I can say it. That's why I'm just appreciative. Girl, that's a whole nother podcast. Oh, isn't it though? But this is why I'm grateful for Kevin and his vision of understanding and listening and being able to take that chance on somebody he's never met. I tell him all the time, like, you didn't know me from a can of paint and you decided to take a chance on me. And I appreciate that. I want to talk about design, right? Um, because as Jasmine alluded to, I mean, this is a very unique design. This isn't just kind of like, you know, your basic shorts, your basic um, tee. There's a lot of thought. The color element is fuego um you know just how everything pops the the care to do the trophies on the shorts um you know if you could walk listeners through that yeah i think um you know that's the beauty of uh, of collaborations for a while i love it so much is um you know i'm able to put my knowledge and expertise about just design and just about clothing and what might work um into someone's idea and um, so that that would really is a true collaboration because she came and said, hey, these are some teams I want to think about. What if we did this? What if we did that? I said, all right, cool. Like, let me let me get back to you. So all really, you know, our design team, you know, I got a big, big shout out to Cookie. Um, she, she's one of our, she's our lead designer. Um, and she helps me kind of put put the put the ideas down on paper. And she's also a female hooper. Um, you know, so she she played college ball and she's coaching now. So, you know, and that's that's one of those things where, you know, the back to it you know like basketball just runs in our veins and in our dna so it's just really like we really let that out into our designs but back to it was kind of like i think we flipped it a couple colorways a couple designs and they were kind of starting to hit and i think i remember like that was going back to the history lesson i was like i started reading more articles and i'm like oh yeah i remember they were dope but four in a row like the big three i was like wait no we gotta like just add that and so when you know, when I, you know, I was like, yeah, I took a design. I had never seen anybody really, everybody always puts a Larry O'Brien trophy, you know, on different designs for the NBA. And I said, I don't really think I've ever seen anybody mess with, you know, with, with the, with the trophy. And so I was like, let's add that. Let's make that the thing. And, and, uh, it kind of took it over the top and, uh, you know, kind of did the same thing with the Sparks design and, you know, they won three total, not in a row, but you know, three total. And I think it's a nice little, you know, a nice little nod to like what they've accomplished and just, you know, let you guys know, because, you know, again, they're not really around anymore, but it was just one of those things that we, we you want to use a design uh, to, to tell the story too. I love how you also said the trophy because it don't even have a name. So that's again, a whole nother podcast. Jasmine is on mute, but she laughing at me. You know, I was like, like, I don't know the name of the trophy. It ain't got one. You got it right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows, Kevin. Nobody knows. Better name it. We got to start claiming it. We got to start really putting it. I mean, that's the thing. Like nobody's from what I've found and why this project is so important to me is like, (laughs) no one's really doing this at, at all. And 
And I think Jasmine said it in one of her posts, and it was the one that, re- the quote that resonated with me the most. And she said, uh, we shook the table. And I love that quote because there's so many eyeballs right now, and there's so many things that that, 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 that quote means. You know, because, you know, people always say, I just want to seat at the table. Or some of us aren't even able to get to that table. And so, you know, they're paying attention now. So it's dope. I love that. Just let people know what's coming up next for, you know, New Jersey sets and where can folks find you? Oh, definitely. Thank you again. Um, NewJerseySets.com. Twitter, Instagram, everything is just at New Jersey sets. Um, You know, we got a lot of collaborations coming, a lot of different projects uh, for the brand. It's really exciting times. I I think with this, with the attention that we're getting, I think, you know, we've been able to work with different groups. We've been producing, you know, private labeling for, you know, people, you know, House of Highlights or, you know, Jordan brand. And, you know, we play the background a lot because we, we allow ourselves to create for other brands, big and small. So if you're a startup brand, we can create for you. Um, schools, teams, anyone really in the whole community, uh, we can create for you. Um, but, you know, the, the big, the big, uh, the big brothers, the big companies, they, they've been reaching out, whether it's MBA or whatever. So, you know, we kind of have our hand in a lot of different things, but, you know, 2021 is a lot of, the uh, you know, uh, what do I say about 2020? It's like the year of self-care, you know what I mean? So, you know, we're, we've been really planting a lot of seeds for us so that in 2021, you can hear a lot more about New Jersey sets as a brand and as a, as a group and as a family. So, you know, um, same thing for We Got Game too. So it's just, it's going to be a lot, a lot more coming for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, but but we're always here to work with everybody. But, you know, there's something different. Last thing I'll say is, uh, I think Jackie reminded me, she's always doing that. Like she's in the background, like literally like behind the other screen, like right behind me. Hey, you better, you hey, better Jackie. talk about this. Um, you better talk about that. Uh, she whispered something in my ear, talking about, it's different, like, you know, you, you get posts that go viral, you know, a rapper will wear our stuff or get a couple tags and this and that. But something about this one, cry. well, made her cry because not only she used to have WNB aspirations as the first Filipino to make the league, you know, <laughs> she was a real, real good hooper. But, um, you know, uh, from just people following, people messaging, it just has a different weight to it and a different kind of feeling that feels different than, you know, other other things we've done collabs gotten us thousands of followers or whatever it may be but something about the people who followed us on this and the people who are reaching out it's just like a very different uh it's just different way to explain it but again that's a shout out to to the work that you know jasmine's put out and the work that these women these you know the WNBA, you you know erica and everyone else who's been champion you know a champion for this and uh so we just hope we did it right. We just hope we're doing it right and playing, uh, you know, playing our part to assist. That's pretty much it. It was, it was definitely nice to, to see you through the screen. And I, I've loved the work that you and your wife, Jackie. Jackie, you're doing it, you're doing it big. You're doing it good, sis. <laughs> I just get on these podcasts. She does everything. I'm just here to talk to you guys. No, we're going we gonna to leave that in the podcast. We're going to leave that in the podcast. Thank you, so. Thank you so much. Uh, hit me up anytime. And uh, appreciate it. And good luck with everything. And, yeah, we're here to, to make it happen. So, again, appreciate you guys. Baker, so we heard from Kev and New Jersey Sets, where they can be found. Same for you. What you got going on? Where can the folks find you? 
Man, listen, I stay on Twitter talking my talk. Uh, you can find me, We Got Game 2, on all social media. We Got Game 2 is the number two. Um, and I'm on IG posting about Black women out here killing it in sports, Black women out here covering sports, sideline shorties. Uh, I got collabs in the works. <laughs> I told him about it. I said I started calling a group of them sideline shorties because I'm just like y'all don't get enough love man it's always about the people on the field they're on the court I'm like nah what about y'all hilarious so, hilarious <laughs> I'm all about the love and just including everybody because I mean you you can't you can't I, I I've always worked behind the scenes in sports um I shouldn't say all the way but um after uh, was it after high school that was that was my thing working behind the scenes in sports and it's always been such a pleasure to do um after being a student athlete um so um yeah i got like i got a few collabs in the works um so everybody who's been hitting me up know i will be in touch <laughs> put them in the rolodex come on auntie said put them in the rolodex in the rolodex that's how you know it's legit <laughs> all right baker well thank you so much for being on locked on women's basketball and we're going to make sure to put all of the links in the description so all of the listeners can go cop that like it's a bit like people could go put in the purchase now right yeah. or they gotta wait like no people want to know like because they want it on the immediate all the information is on the website simple pre-order i mean that's really all it is i know that We'll be changing that up pretty soon. Once we start getting, you know, more in, start putting more out, we'll be changing the game a little, a little bit differently. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, but for me, it's no different than what everybody else is doing. Uh, we got the first one as a pre-sale because, listen, I'll be honest. A lot of people are hesitant to invest in the W gear, and I get it. Like it's it's one of those things. You know, it is what it is, but we put it out there. We did it. And, you know, if you, you know, people who don't want to pre-order, pre-sale. Um, I'll also say that people who um, get, who want to have stuff in time for the holidays too, go ahead and start putting your orders in for stuff like that. Um, because I know that I want to say we're probably doing this probably for another week or so. So just go ahead and start putting your orders in because once some of this stuff is gone, it's gone, baby. Woo! Okay, well, um, we're going to end the podcast right there because uh, Auntie got to go put in her order because I'm not fitting to be left out. So, uh, <laughs> but Jasmine, thank you so much. Kev was amazing. Y'all are doing it. And I don't know, I see you teasing. I see you teasing about Comets gear. Like, don't have Auntie out here fainting and falling out. I better get, I better, I better get a preview because I can't be upset. I'm going to have fits over here on social. <laughs> Listen, I got you. A lot of, listen, I said all the old heads want that H-Town gear. All I'm the old like, heads want that H-Town gear, boy. I'm New York through and through. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. When can I get the Comets gear? Like, I need it to match my air Hello. swoops. Okay? <laughs> yes. Yes. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> I want to thank 
Jasmine. I want to thank Kevin and his wife, Jackie, that made a little cameo for joining me on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Again, check out the description. Not only will you have um, all of their information where you can follow them and amplify their work and support their work, but of course, we're going to give you the link where you can put in your pre-order. And remember what Jasmine told us. Jazz said that pre-order is not going to be open for long for this Origin collection. However, I don't know if you heard what I heard, but it sounds like there might be some other things coming down the pike. So stay tuned for that. Also, I condensed this interview for Locked On Women's Basketball. I think I still ran a little bit over, but I hope y'all will forgive me. Um, But if you want to see the full interview, including the video, as you can tell, Kev and Jazz and I had a good time. Jackie made a little cameo. We didn't see her on camera, but, you know, she definitely um, made a little cameo. So next time we talk to them, we're going to have to get Jackie on too. Um, But if you want to check that out, go over to my YouTube channel. Also, the link will be in the description, but that's Sports Talk ELA. At the end of the week, I will have uh, the full the full video up for you so you can check it out, including looking at some of the merch. And I had a little bit more audio with Jazz in particular that I would love to share as she gets into why she chose the first four teams for the Origin collection. So go follow and subscribe to Sports Talk ELA for that. Um, Finally, I want to give a little shout out to Lindsay Gibbs, who you will hear from tomorrow. She is the Wednesday host of Locked On Women's Basketball, but also the creator of Power Plays. And I think I might have mentioned this on Thursday's show, but if not, I'm mentioning it now. Lindsay Gibbs got some breaking news about Breaking Tea. Breaking Tea is a licensing partner with the WNBPA, and Breaking Tea partnered with Dick's Sporting Goods, and they're going to put the Bet on Women WNBPA shirt in Dick's, I believe it's 100 stores throughout the country. And Lindsay had some information on that. So I want you to read that also in the description. And that's because I'm calling these Tuesday shows, again, we're, we're moving away from Wubble Tea a little bit, um, but we want to make sure that we give the essential resources to women's basketball fans. Because as Kevin and Jazz and I were talking about Unfortunately, a lot of these resources go by the wayside. It's not that they don't exist. It's that unfortunately they're not amplified, but we got you on Lockdown Women's Basketball. So essential resources, I will give those to you on Tuesdays. So we're not just going to be talking about stats. Of course, we're going to be talking about podcasts and writers and merchandise and personalities. So these are essential resources, places where you can get um fantastic information, some of it very specific and niche, other people doing it across women's basketball. Uh, So make sure you are locked on women's basketball on Tuesdays in particular for your essential resources for women's basketball fans. This has been part two, and we talked about, again, the Origin Collection, a collaboration between We Got Game 2 and New Jersey Sets. Next week, we'll have another essential, another absolutely essential resource for you to stay in tune and to stay locked on women's basketball. But of course, the one resource that you absolutely need is this podcast. So if you are not already subscribed, find Locked On WBB, Locked On Women's Basketball on your favorite podcast platform and send it to a friend. 
send it to five friends. Let people know. Spread the good word. If you like the podcast, if you like the resources, let them know where you found it right here on Locked On Women's Basketball. And if you're not following us on social media, that's at Locked On WBB. On Thursday, we will go, of course, to our social justice. And there's lots to talk about. I want to get into, as I mentioned, that CNN interview. I haven't watched it yet, but by Thursday, I'll have watched it and I'll give you my thoughts on what Sue Bird said. And again, this idea of marketing, but how that goes into the politics and the business side of the game and how women's basketball still has to advocate for more of that. So that will be Thursday's show. Until then, Erica Ayala signing out.